Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Jits Blues Podcast. My name is Kelty. And I'm Marty. Where are we? We are in beautiful Winnipeg. Beautiful, gorgeous Winnipeg. <laughs> gorgeous Winnipeg this time of year. We flew in this morning. We're sitting, we've kind of cornered ourselves away in the hotel to record an episode for you guys. Couldn't find a quiet spot, so we're kind of cornered in, a, in like a, I don't know, lobby area. Yeah, we're like right by the elevators. Yeah. <laughs> so if it's a little noisy, sorry, we're, we're working with us today. Yeah. Um, thanks for coming along on the ride. Hopefully mm-hmm. the sound isn't too bad. Yeah. Um, yeah, so how have you been? I'm feeling tired, worn, uh, and I'm not even like, we're not even competing or anything like that. And no. I'm just like, I was telling Kelty earlier today when we were just kind of like wandering around, just discovering Winnipeg and seeing some sights and eating some food. I'm like, man, like I can't imagine doing this for a living. Like watching people like Fion and like Gordon Ryan and all these people that competed at ADCC, like traveling and competing that's all they do Mm -hmm. i can't imagine what their bodies must go through like if i'm off my schedule like wake up eat do my normal stuff i just feel off and i don't feel like i'm going to perform well and even going to jujitsu in the evening going to regular classes i feel off and i don't think i perform as well as i do during like a randori session and they're competing at like the highest levels so today I just feel kind of weird. Hopefully tomorrow I'm a little bit better for the seminar that we're here for. Yeah. So if you're wondering what oh, yeah, the why? fuck we're doing in Winnipeg, where <laughs> yeah. we've got a big two-day seminar that we're going to. Haas, our instructor, is one of the guest instructors, so we're here to support him. Um, there's going to be some super fights tomorrow, which will be really fun. So we're here for uh, a bunch of jujitsu. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of black belts that we're going to be meeting. Mm-hmm. A lot of cool people. I'm really excited. Yeah. Yeah. For me, this is kind of a weird weekend because this is my second weekend away from home in a row, mm-hmm. and my third this month, all oh. through jujitsu, which right. is bonkers. Yeah. Busy lady. Yeah. Busy time. Yeah. And like Haas was saying, this has been one of the busiest years he's had business-wise. Like he's been traveling. He went yeah. to he went overseas. Uh, when was it? Was it August? He was away in August. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And he was there for a while, like a couple weeks. About a week, 10 yeah. days, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so it's been a very wild, fun, exciting, exhausting couple months. Mm-hmm. And I think October is going to be a little bit more steady, and then November we're traveling again, so. Oh, yeah. It'll be fun. So last week, yes. where were you? I was at ADCC. Oh, my goodness. Which is like the coolest thing ever. <laughs> and I tried not to say too much to you yeah, like, we're trying while not to talk we've too been much. traveling yeah. so that we could actually like yeah. do a podcast about it and kind of do a little bit of an ADCC recap. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's tell, because I know like some of the people that we have to listen to the podcast have been in jiu-jitsu for a bit, so they know what everything is. Yeah. Some people are fairly new, so they don't know what exactly ADCC is. So let's maybe start there. Okay, what does it stand for, ADCC? Abu Dhabi Combat Club. Combat Club. <laughs> right. So originally it was in Abu Dhabi. Yes. And it yeah. wasn't as big as it was this year. Like I think this, this is, is probably... the biggest year ever. Yeah. I'm. I was talking to Haas. I'm 99 sure this was like the biggest jujitsu event ever. I'm yeah. Quite certain. Like even. Opposed to the geese, geese stuff, IBJJF competition. So I think it's it bigger than big. that. Yeah. yeah, because the thing is, is that like, like number of competitors. So there was ninety-seven competitors, um, and then I think twelve thousand, like 
tickets sold like people viewing wow. which is an insane audience wow so like you know worlds doesn't get that pants doesn't get that you mm. know so interesting so how does how does an athlete end up competing in adcc is it like an open or do you have to qualify so there's it- two ways to get into adcc the first one is to get an invite So some people get personal invites and that's how they get into ADCC. The second way, if you don't get an invite, is to get through the trials. Now an average trial, so for example, like the big trials are like there's the East and West Coast trials, um, they hold trials in Brazil, Mm -hmm. um, they hold ones in Asia, um, there's one in Europe, I think. The average trial, I would say, has about 400 competitors. Wow. And this isn't a, you know, the top three people get a place in ADCC. This is the top person gets a place at ADCC. And if you're a woman, it's even more difficult because, yeah. So for example, like one of the female competitors, Brianna St. Marie, who's from uh, Canada, she had to win the East and West Coast trials to get an invite. Why? That's how it goes for the women. Weird. Isn't that bizarre? Yeah. Yeah. And there's not even enough women anyways. Like... Well, it's not that there's not enough women. So, like, we're getting into the politics a little bit early here. (laughs) I was hoping to save this for a little bit. Um, But, like, for example, like, the male competitors, if I'm doing my math correctly, have five brackets based on weight. um, And each of those five brackets has 16 competitors. Okay. And the men also have an absolute division, and they also have a super fight. Right. The women have two brackets. Two, two. Two weight brackets with eight competitors each. Wow. So it's a very, like, a very stark difference. And Whoa. just to put into, like, um, again, we're getting into the politics a little bit early here, but um, for example, like with the women, the brackets are above 60 and below 60 kilograms, which is 135. Okay. So that means you're either cutting down to 135 or you're in with the big girls. You're Holy. in with Gabby Garcia. Those are your two options as a yeah. female competitor. So there's like a whole section, like there's a whole weight weight class that really is gonna have a hard time finding a place at ADCC for yeah. women. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> Paint the picture there. Yeah. Like, but ADCC is huge. ADCC is, um, it's not just like, it's not, it's the biggest jujitsu event, but it's not strictly jujitsu. A lot of wrestlers will come to the trials. Um, you know, like it's submission fighting is what they characterize it Yeah, as. it's grappling. It's yeah, grappling, it's essentially. Grappling. Yeah. yeah. Um, so the rule set's really fun too. I really like the rule set. It really pushes the action. Yeah. You get 10 minute matches for the first bouts. Um, and then the finals and the super fights are 20 minutes. Okay. First half of that is no points. Which is really fun. No points. So no it's points. Submission only. Like they're, so it, well, that's they're the going only, for the submissions. Exactly. You're yeah. going through the submissions. After the five minutes, if there's no submissions, then it goes to points for right. the last either five minutes or ten minutes, depending on what kind of match you're having. Wow. So that is really fun because it really focuses the athletes on like driving the um, the excitement. Okay. The other really fun thing that people should know is that you get penalized for a guard pull. So once really? point starts in the second half you get docked a point if you pull guard. So it really forces them to like either accept that you're gonna get docked a point or to like really wrestle from the feet. Oh wow. So it really drives the action. Another fun thing about ADCC too is um, the athletes will go all the way out of bounds. Oh yeah, <laughs> they will go hard. across the floor. They actually announced over the intercom during the first bout of matches that like if you're sitting along the side, just to let you know you are not safe. 
be prepared to move out of the way at any given moment because two people might come barreling right into you. Yeah, and that happened quite a bit this year. Oh, it happens all the time. Yeah, yeah, like people are barreling into monitors or into tables or like, like they're looking for a break in the action to reset you in the center, obviously. Yeah. But if like if something is going, they will like they will let you go off the mats way off in the corner. So <laughs> yeah, it's wow. really fun to watch. The energy is insane. Wow. So you got to see a lot of matches. I got to see, so day one, we probably saw, I would say about seven hours of jujitsu. Yeah. Day two is probably about nine or 10 hours of jujitsu. Holy crap. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, you're watching matches all day long. Yeah. Um, and it's the best of the best. And you get to see some really, really fun matchups. You get to see guys like, um, Nicholas Marigali versus Craig Jones. You get to wow. see like Cade Rotolo versus Lachlan Giles. Like mm. you're seeing like huge names that would never really encounter each other and go yeah. up against each other. That's so, so, so crazy. It was really, really cool for that. Um, before we really get into the matches, um, another really thing, fun thing about ADCC is like the energy there is unreal. Yeah. Like the crowds are like losing their minds. Mm -hmm. I think like jujitsu people kind of like, you know, we are used to watching jujitsu, not maybe watching jujitsu, but like experiencing jujitsu through the eyes of people that don't understand it. Yes. And so they're always kind of like, oh, is the guy on top winning? Like, yeah. what's going on? Being in a room with like an entire crowd of people that knows exactly what's going on, exactly like the details and how important yeah. every moment is, is really, really fun. Yeah. And not only do they know what's going on, they're like enthusiastically supporting it. So they're right. like on their feet, screaming, cheering, yeah. like losing their minds, like yelling at the front to like turn off the smoke machine at one point that happened. Really? Yeah. Wow, it was during the finals away. of one of the matches and it was like Giancarlo going up against whoever he beat for gold. Yeah. And somebody is like, turn off the fog machine. <laughs> really? Yeah. And they did. Oh my goodness. Somebody did with the music too. They're like, turn off the music. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. So goodness. somebody else at one point was like, I love you, Joe Rogan. <laughs> that would have been me. That's the other kind of, okay, so yeah, the other fun thing is that like, as you're in the environment and as you're in sort of like the, um, the stadium, you go walk out on the hall and you'll run into like 20 people you recognize from jujitsu. Yeah, like, like celebrities. Bernardo Ferraio was there walking around. I heard Nate Diaz was there walking around. Yeah, Eddie Bravo was. was there walking around. I took a, like, I'm not even kidding you. I took, like, maybe, like, a five or ten minute um, loop around, and I ran into uh, Gio oh, Martinez, mm -hmm. Cole Abate, walking yeah. with another one of the young girls from AOJ. Wow. Um, who else did I run into? Um, one of the Gracies. Like, oh, that was also the one where I ran into Fionn as well. Okay. Uh, Soza was there walking around. Like, you're literally, like, you're doing a lap, and you're like, and there's that person, and that person, and that person, Man. and that person. Like, And, like, all the black belts that I follow, some of them that I've trained with, some of them I just follow, and then the celebrities uh, in the game, like, Jocko was there. Yeah, Rogan yeah, was Jocko there. was there, yeah. Like, guys that I've trained with that have gyms in Texas that are all, they're friends with Gordon Ryan. They're there to support him. They were yeah. all there, and yeah. it was pretty cool. You guys got to see Kenzo. Yeah, we got to see Henzo. <laughs> I took a picture with Henzo Gracie. I got hugged by Henzo Gracie. Oh my goodness, I was <laughs> well, so jealous. When we were jealous. outside Pocahontas Show, yeah. It was, like, it's wild. Like, yeah. we're standing up front, like, not even getting in yet. And um, who walked by us? Nikki Ryan and oh, wow. J-Rod walked right by us. Wow. So, yeah, it's, it's a very cool 
atmosphere to Man. to be in. What would you say? So let's get into some of the matches. Yeah. What would you say was one of your like? What were the top matches that you enjoyed watching? Oh man, um, like other than some of like the ones that I already mentioned, like Lachlan versus Cade and yeah. um, Craig versus Marigali. Like Craig and Marigali, I could have watched all day. Yeah. They were just so fun to watch. Um, uh, I think it was again Cade versus Mika Galval was an unreal match to watch. Another group where you could just like, you could watch these two guys go back and forth all day. Like yeah. the jujitsu is just like so intense and so much fun. Um, another one that I really love to see, like starting with the women, um, Amy Campo versus Garby Garcia was really, really impressive and really fun. If you aren't paying attention to Amy Campo, you should be because yeah. she is on fire right now. Um, she's a brand new, she just got her black belt this year and she's just been wow. cleaning up. Um, and yeah, she took down Gabby Garcia, so. Man, was that the arm drag? Was that the girl she It was the arm drag, drag. yeah. 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 What a monster she is. Like, to take on something, like the size difference was crazy. Yes. Like, Gabby Garcia is bigger and stronger than most guys. She's like, a big, the first big match girl. that she had, like the other girl was like trying to run into her, like literally looked like she banged her head on her chin. Like Gabby Garcia just looks like an unmovable wall. Yeah. You know? Um, so watching Amy Campbell go up against her and eventually win gold in that division was like really, really fun to watch. Okay. Um, the smaller women's bracket, um, the uh, 60 kilogram women's bracket was really really fun to watch too there's mm -hmm. a lot of big names um bia mosquita who is a beast mm -hmm. um brianna saint marie um who beat uh what's her name um bianca basilio who's the okay. current 80 who was the current adcc champion and, and this like girl from montreal beats her so. I, that must have been a huge upset right it like, was there was yeah. a, and the upsets there are like are wild too because it's like all of a sudden you're sitting there and then out of nowhere somebody comes out who you've never heard of before and like yeah. you know destroy somebody that's so cool so like seeing there and being able to witness those moments is like really cool yeah um yeah fiona davies cleaned up watching her versus um Brianna Stamarie was really, really fun to How watch. How many matches too. did Fionn have? She had three. Three matches. Yeah, okay. yeah. So and the she... women have one the first day and two the second day. The men have two the first day, two the second day, unless they decide to do absolutes, in which case they could have six matches the second day. Wow. Because the entire absolute bracket happens on the second day. Okay. Yeah. Um, so going to the, let's start with the, the, the big boys, the plus 99 division. The big, boys, yeah. um, the big boys, Gordon Ryan, as much as he annoys me, just cleaned up. He's well, really man. impressive to watch. He's really, really fun to watch compete. In your opinion, is he as like, is there a huge separation from him to the, for the rest of the athletes that he's competing at? Cause he seems to be in the next level. It's pretty dominant. I'm yeah. not going to lie. Like I've seen him, I've seen his last few matches at, um, who's number one in fight to win as mm. well. Um, and like his level is just very high. He gets taken down, but it's almost like he accepts the takedown and just yeah. like accepts it. Like, okay, cool. Now I get to work my lazy guard game from yeah, the Yeah, like he almost let, I'm pretty sure he just let Nicky Rod just double leg him. And he didn't even, he let it wasn't even like Nicky Rod double legged him and um, Andre Galval got a foot sweep on him, I believe too. Okay, but yeah. those, both of those things happened like before the point system started to kick in. Yeah, and he was, he, he didn't even defend them. 
no he didn't just accept it yeah he basically down. like he just goes down yeah <laughs> which is like i guess an interesting strategy yeah fine um but like he's very comfortable from the ground and yeah. like very dominant he got the fastest submission of the um of the tournament which i, I think was i've like 10 watched seconds. that replay or yeah. i don't know how i don't know what happened and i don't know when the tap happened i don't even see it it just happened so quickly yeah yeah but he like like and i've seen other people comment about gordon on this like he'll let go very quickly he's not in that situation where he's like really trying to yank on somebody no like like he lets go very quickly as soon yeah. as he feels the tap so yeah he got a 10 second i think it was a uh heel hook and i was yeah. like heel hook i believe i believe it was too um yeah. so yeah he was really dominant to match but honestly my favorite match from that bracket was cyborg getting arm bar uh, yes that was like honestly like that was one of the coolest moments i've ever yeah like like i had chills <laughs> I i'm bet. not even and like the crowd was losing it I bet. who was what was the guy's name so the guy's name if i'm, I'm gonna pronounce this wrong but it, i think it's uh hasim Raida. okay um Unreal, was, was like really cool to watch. Somewhere in the states, I think. Okay. Yeah, um, I don't remember what his affiliation is. I know he. I followed him on Instagram. Now I know he trains in the gi. He's sponsored by Hyperfly, so oh, wow. he's been doing some stuff for a while, I assume. Okay. Um, but that was probably like one of the highlights of the, the weekend for me, being there okay. to witness that moment. Like the roof on the place was blown off. Like okay. you just feel like you literally have chills watching yeah. it and being there to witness it. Yeah, and like going back to just some of the crowd stuff, just watching some of the matches, it was like I'm a I'm used to going to like hockey games and like seeing Oilers fans. So they're loud consistently. Mm -hmm. Watching these uh, matches, it's like silence and then somebody pulls off a guard pass and everyone's cheering and yeah. kind of erupts. I'm like, oh man, it's just a different vibe. Of, it is, of yeah. Fans. And the fact that people like know it's a guard pass, they know that it's a sweep. They understand yeah. that like when the back take happens, like they're not like, they're waiting for that like second hook or that body triangle to get yeah. locked on. They know, understand all those things. Yeah. It's funny, we were joking that like everybody there looks the same. Like all the guys <laughs> yeah. all have weird haircuts and fucked up ears and everybody's yeah. in like a t-shirt and like board shorts. Like, <laughs> Everybody's got fanny packs. All the girls have crop tops. Like oh, everybody dresses it. exactly what you would expect from like, you know, like yeah. it's just exactly what you would expect. Everybody sort of dressed in like stereotypical jujitsu attire. I love it so much. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I would have loved to have been there. So the bracket down from that was the um, below ninety nine division, which yeah, I think my favorite from that it was like the Craig Jones versus Murray Galley match, right. which was really really fun. Went to decision. Um, Second place again. Yeah. Poor Craig Jones. Craig was really, really impressive to watch. Like, yeah. he is so talented and really really fun and exciting to watch yeah. um he got the second fastest submission of oh, the entire he? competition too and it was one of the, he got his before um gordon ryan got his so it was one of those like he sneaks in for this like half guard and goes for a far side arm bar and before you know it the match is over like it was really really Whoa. impressive to watch I'll watch it again yeah definitely watch it i'll see yeah. if i can send it to you um so watching that submission was like really really fun um Miragali in general was really fun to watch. I think he's going to be really exciting to watch come up in, in Nogi. Like his yeah. gi is obviously legendary. Yeah. Um, and watching his Nogi develop, this was like I think some the announcer mentioned that this was like these were his like twelfth Nogi matches ever. Oh wow. Yeah, because all that he's really done before was like some like who's number one and yeah. fight to wins. I think only who's number one actually. Only 12 and he's doing ADCC. And that's including ADCC. That's crazy. Yeah, that's so crazy. he's going to be really fun to watch yeah. come up through um, through Nogi as well. So those I think were like my highlights of that division. 
Um, below that was the minus 88 category, which Giancarlo Bodoni, who's also New Wave, mm-hmm. ended up winning, who was just on fire yeah. <laughs> the whole time. Like, again, looks really, really solid in his division, really, really unstoppable. By, he won a ton by submission. Right. He won, I think, at least two or three by submission. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He also, he lost to Murigali in the absolute division too. Oh, so yeah. that was really fun to see. Wow. That's another thing I really like about ADCC is that they make teammates go up against each other. And yeah. they're told if you aren't holding your own, you're going to get penalized. Yeah. And they have no problem throwing the penalties out if anybody is stalling. Interesting. Yeah. I wonder how people feel going up against teammates. Obviously, I wouldn't like it, but like, you gotta do it. Yeah, and it's yeah. ADCC, so it's like you like. Yeah. You're not gonna just like pull back just because yeah. you know. It could also be fun because I know your game, you know my game, exactly. And so we could probably like get away with some stuff that you're not gonna. I know you're gonna try to catch yeah. me with, with some of your bread and butter submissions. Yeah, you can kind of. So push that should it a be a, bit that's more. probably interesting matchups. I think it's really smart of ADCC to really push athletes to go against their teammates, though. Yeah. I think that we've seen a lot in IBJJF of like people stalling out or not stalling out but um closing out divisions mm-hmm. with their teammates which is basically like two athletes come and they are like oh we're not gonna fire we're just gonna share the gold and yeah. like that's kind of ruining a lot of like the excitement yeah. and like these big matchups that could be really fun to watch so that's true yeah so i think that's really cool um couple disappointments for me in that division seeing j-rod and ty rotola out so early was like really wild to see both yeah. of them lost i think their first matches mm-hmm. um so I think that there's a lot of growth there that can happen or that we're going to see in the future. And like seeing those guys, like seeing Ty come back in the absolute division was really exciting because he had a really solid run. Yeah. Um, J-Rod was also against out by one point, which was really... <laughs> it was <laughs> like, so frustrating by, yeah. one, by one point at that high level. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm really excited to watch like, um, to watch J-Rod mm-hmm. and Ty Rotolo in the future. Yeah. Um... Minus 77 was probably like the most exciting. It's fast. Like, dynamic. Just like the number of names in that division. Yeah. Like, I just sort of like looked through and like wrote down like Cade Rutolo, Mika Galval, JT Torres, Lachlan Giles, Oliver Taza, Dante Leon, Nikki Ryan. Like, Man. everybody like in one division. It's a stack division. Yeah. Big names. And that's what's really Eight. fun about ADCC is that like, we're going to wait for these people to pass, sorry. <laughs> that's what's really fun about ADCC is that like sometimes there was three matches going on and yeah. there's a big name on each match. Yeah. Like you don't know where to look. Yeah, like you know, how many mats were there? There was three mats? Three mats, So yeah. three mats and you want to watch all matches at the same time. Yeah, like, yeah. So during like as things kind of progress, like they'll make it down to two and then for the finals it's one match so yeah. they kind of like narrow it down so your focus isn't as divided but there's right. times where you're like i don't know where to look because there's something great happening on yeah. each map yeah um so yeah Cade armbar and lachlan giles was unreal he submitted all of his opponents and won gold wow. and it became the youngest adcc gold medal winner yeah, ever on fire he was yeah. really on fire. 17 yet? He, he's 19. He's 19, okay. Yeah, yeah. Watching him submit uh, Mika Galval was crazy. <laughs> I don't even think he expected that. No. <laughs> it was really, like, like yeah. uh, Mika Galval hasn't been submitted in quite a while. Yeah. So. Wow. That was really, really fun to see. Um, a couple, like, 
smaller names really came out of the woodworks. Um, PJ Barch submitted JT Torres, which was really fun. Dante Leon, who's a Canadian, had a really good run and like ended up with bronze. So it was nice to see some Canadians. Yeah, and do well doing, too. Doing well, yeah. Yeah. Because it's Americans. The Americans like destroyed everybody. Like they, they did. It was stacked. it was really fun to yeah, watch. Americans <laughs> are doing really well. Especially having it in Vegas, everybody was always like USA. I heard that. Yeah. USA. So American. <laughs> so and then American. some of the Europeans cleaned up. Fion. Fion, yeah. Fion did really well, but a couple of them also, like, there was a couple, um, what was his name? His name was, like, Ian O'Flanagan or something like that. O'Flanagan? Yeah, and Sam McNally, too. Those were a couple of Europeans who, yeah. like, really came out and, like, yeah. showed up. It was nice to see them, like, because the Brazilians, we all know they're going to do well, or at least they're yeah. going to show up. And it was cool to see Canadians actually be there. Yeah. So that, yeah, that was yeah. good to see. A couple more years, and hopefully we'll see one of them um, get gold. That'd be good. Yeah. Um, yeah, back to Cade really quickly, like his jujitsu is really exciting to watch because it doesn't feel flawless, but it's still, he still manages to get the finish every time. Yeah. So awesome. it's really fun. Yeah. Then on to the, the 66 division. Um, yeah. Gary Tonin being out early Kate, was like such an upset. <laughs> when you texted me that, I was like, Cade, what happened? Yeah. I could not believe it. Yeah. So he was up by that, like, yeah, Sam McNally lost on a back take in the quarterfinals. So it was by points? It was by points, yeah. Wow. Yeah, a lot of these will sometimes, like, so that's the other thing, is it'll go for 10 minutes, and if nobody, if there's, it's 0-0, zero, zero, they'll give you a five-minute overtime. Okay. And then it'll go to ref's decision. So right. it does, you know, often go, like, the distance. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Oh, man, that'd be so frustrating. Yeah, it was Gary. wild to watch. Yeah. And he did well. Like it's not that he didn't do well. He did well. Like everybody at that level is performing so well. Yeah, yeah. You can't. You can't. You have to be flawless because someone's gonna get the advantage. Oh, totally. Yeah. That's it. Like you lose on like a back take. Yeah. You know, or a takedown or something like that. Which wouldn't necessarily be points for a regular match. Like, well, like an IBJJF is what you mean, right? Yeah, an IBJJF. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Because that's, that's the other like they they'll word a back take as like a body triangle, which I think is really cool because I love body triangles. Yes. <laughs> I think yes, that do. we should see more of that. Yeah, yeah. I was chatting with Vince the, uh, earlier today. We were just kind of like dissecting some of the some of the matches and going back to Gordon Ryan's body triangle with, with Galvao, and he trapped that hard. Does he have un, like unusually long legs, or is it just his technique that he's able to do that? Because I can't I mean, understand how he's doing that. I think it's his technique. Yeah. Like, cause he like he's muscular. Like he's a yeah. big. Both of them are huge. Big guy, like they're both big guys. Yeah. Um, Galvao looks bigger for sure. Oh, he's huge. Yeah. Like, but Gordon, I just think is just so technical at this yeah. point, as well as having like that strength behind it. I think right. those two things combined, he's just like, he's such a big guy right now. Yeah. And to see him like he's gone through what three different weight classes at ADCC now, is yeah. that right? I think so. Yeah, he's won. Yeah, three different divisions. I think he started at eighty eight, and he, yeah. then he moved up to the lower ninety nine, and then the higher ninety nine. Yes won all of them yeah and i mean like that's when we you know people have these conversations about okay in five years who's gonna beat gordon ryan a lot of these guys coming up like mika galval or the rotolo brothers are smaller yeah so i don't know if it'll happen the same no yeah unless somebody packs on some serious size and gets that skill level yeah he's untouchable right now he definitely looks untouchable he looks really tough right now yeah and it's just so interesting to watch him work because he's not doing anything outside of like there's a lot of fundamental stuff that he's doing mm -hmm. that he's just perfected 
right? So he's not doing anything flashy. Yeah. It's all it's all stuff that we learn. Yeah. Right. And that's one thing that's really fun to watch from like um, you know being in the sport and watching it sort of progress is that like like we were talking and we were talking to some other guys there like years ago it was all about leg locks and everybody wanted to do leg locks and this attacking from 50 50 and things like that yeah and now we're seeing this like resurgence of like passing and takedowns mm -hmm. and finishes from mounts and all of these things that like you know a couple years ago it was all about the guard player yeah and now we're seeing a lot of like passing games come into play and a lot of mm -hmm. top games come into play right. like you look at the new wave guys they almost always get into mount and finish from mount oh interesting yeah okay yeah because uh, to be fair like gordon does finish a lot with like leg locks and a straight ankle or ankle is it ankle locks that he likes to do yeah he, he did a lot of heel hooks heel hooks yeah. right so he likes the heel hook game but just to watch him control someone's back that that's that good yeah it's not anything fancy. No. Like it's, it's old school jujitsu, really. Like taking someone's back and choking them. Yeah. That's what I like to do. That's, that's <laughs> my favorite. That's my favorite go-to. Been into the mount lately. Yeah. Yeah. Mountain north south. That's where I've kind of been hanging out lately. I just find the back like I just find I can't get my hands underneath people's chins. <laughs> you have such sharp hands. I don't know how you I don't just do try it. to like dig them or yeah. like lift their foreheads up. Yeah. But I also have a hard time keeping my hooks in sometimes. Yeah. So whereas like mount or like north south, I feel really stable attacking from. So right. I'll just like sit on your head and just fucking ignore you. Kamora from Mount. Brandon keeps tripping me every time I do that with somebody. Why? Kamora from Mount? Kamora from Mount. I don't know why he has a problem with it. I mean, it's a little weird, but... I don't know. Kimura, <laughs> I mean, you can do Kamora from side control. It's a lot easier, I think. I like them from north-south. North-south? Because the arm's already there. You just need to, like, yank it up and twist it back. That's true. Whereas, like, Mount, you kind of, like, got to, like, bring it all the way up. And yeah. you might as well just get the elbows above the head at that point. Exactly. Um, I it's kind of a muscular, like a, like it a is big kind of boy a, game. It kind of is a gym, it's like a gym bro move. Yeah. Uh, my, I enjoy Ezekiel's from Mount. Mm. That's how I won gold in uh, like the Provincial Open in January. It was like, pass the guy's guard onto Mount and just Ezekiel'd him. I yeah. really, because it's so sneaky. It is sneaky. And then, it just, it, even if you don't get it, it baits them. You, you get their hands. Yeah. You can start walking up your knees and walking up your elbows. So I like attacking the neck from almost any position. Mm. But yeah, so mount game is your thing now. Or at that's least you're like, been, you're working on it. Yeah, that's what it's been for like, last time I competed, that's what I've been kind of going for. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I fucked up my ankle, so it was like it was funny, like that meme that's going around where it's like jujitsu players will completely reinvent their game whenever they get injured. Yeah. That was me, because like this summer, earlier yeah. in like the spring and summer, I was playing along, around with a lot of like Delaheva and open guards and being like, I'm going to teach myself to Barambolo. Yeah. <laughs> and then I completely destroyed my ankle oh, and couldn't no. play um, any like Delaheva. Right. Guards, so everything was half guard, and so now <laughs> I've just been like playing half guard for the past like yeah. you know three or four months. And that's so funny. That that happened to me when I tore my ACL. I I was just kind of like messaging with some other with some other guys and some black belts of like that have been injured before. I'm like, what do you guys think I should just work on? And they were like, work on your half guard game because that's all you're gonna be able to do. <laughs> like, all right. Were they wrong? <laughs> nope. Yeah. They were 100 percent right. It yeah. was very safe to work from it, and you're not. It's not anything explosive. Yeah. You can get you can get into like dog fight positions, and it's not hard on the knees. Yeah. So yeah, it was a lot easier. It was just a good transition back to like full like full game. Yeah. Like getting back to used to rolling. So yeah. 
I find with half guard, as long as I can stop myself from getting flattened out too, it kind of saves me against like, because I'm usually like the smaller one of my training partners as yeah. well. So as long as I can like keep up on my side and like get like either really tucked up or really extended, it kind of stops me from getting like really flattened out on the bottom too. Yeah. So that's true. That's been nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, ACC, any other final thoughts that I want to say? Oh, Colabate versus uh, Fabrizio Andre. Colabate getting out really early was really disappointing to yeah. me. And you could tell, like, because for those of you who don't know Colabate, another person that needs to be on your radar for sure. This kid is 16. He's a purple belt with AOJ, and he's subbing black belts left, That's right, and so center. crazy. There's yeah. such levels to this. It's incredible. Yeah. So you could tell, like, there was a lot of people in the crowd, especially where we were, wearing, like, Cole's shirts. Yeah. And you could tell that it was, like, a big disappointment for everybody to see him out so early. Yeah. Um, but he took it really well, especially for being so young. Like you could see for a sec, like because he, he lost on like ref's decision or something like oh. that too, or like a point. Like it was really like very close. Yeah. Um, so he's gonna be really fun to watch in the coming years. Yeah. He's so young, so he's got so much time left. He's got yeah. a lot of years that he can compete. It was definitely the year of all the babies. Yeah. There's like a lot of young people, like um, Diego Rees, Baby Shark. Baby Shark. <laughs> <laughs> Is I'm doing the baby, doing? Shark the baby shark arm, elbow. arm elbow thing right now, <laughs> um, but he's he's like in his like 22. Okay. Two. Wow. Yeah. Well, young kids, man. Yeah, a lot wow. of young kids. So it was really fun to see like these young guys really like hold their own and yeah. really succeed really well. Yeah. Yeah, watching uh, watching these high level competitions just makes me so like want to get back into the competition game and start training more. So, just gotta show up though. Yeah, yeah you gotta start going to class. <laughs> start going to class. Uh, yeah. Okay, what about anything else? Yeah, that's 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 my that's my, my time at ADCC. Other than that, I. Um, what a time yeah. to be there, man. You witnessed history, really. Yeah. You witnessed Gordon Ryan cleaning up. Gordon Ryan cleaning up. The youngest ever gold medal winner at ADCC. Yep. The first ever European winner at ADCC. Congrats, Fionn. Oh, right. Yeah. Shout out to Fionn. Yeah, it was wow. uh, it was a really wild year. Um, yeah. ADCC is 100% worth going to, but you got to be willing to sit through like 20 hours of jiu-jitsu. you got to love it. you got to love jiu-jitsu. Love it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's not like a hockey game where you can just sit for two hours and then it's done. No, like, you're no. you're there for the day. Yeah. Um, but it was really fun. Like one thing I do, like the one nice thing I will say about the women's divisions, other than like, you know, obviously the athletes are phenomenal and like so impressive and like watching them put themselves out there was really, really wonderful to watch. Um, some people left for the women but most people stayed and were like really really invested in that so That's that that see. makes me happy for like women's jiu-jitsu because like there were some really amazing athletes mm -hmm. and they deserve just as much as the men's divisions do yeah and hopefully we'll get there yeah that'd be nice mm -hmm. all right all right we're gonna try to come at you guys again while we're in winnipeg because what else is there to do other than film podcasts <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i don't feel safe walking around yeah. <laughs> So we're going to try to come at it again. Um, if you have anything you want us to talk about, let us know. Maybe yeah. we'll post something on Instagram tonight or tomorrow being like, hey, yeah. what do you guys want us to talk about? Ooh, we should do a Q&A. Do you want to do a Q&A? We should do a Q&A. Okay, we'll head up. We'll do a Q&A. You guys can DM us what you guys think. Um, yeah, tomorrow we're doing day one of mm -hmm. two seminars. I think it's six hours. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. so it's going to be quite some time. There's about 
five or six, maybe seven black belt instructors? I think there's seven black belt instructors. That's Because okay. I think there were six and then Haas is seven. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's going to be a lot of learning. Yeah. Uh, I'm actually really excited to I'm see. I'm excited too. That's why I love learning um, different gyms. Every time Corey and I go on vacation, I really like to go find a jiu-jitsu gym, the local one or wherever is the closest one. And just, it's so cool mm -hmm. to see what different gyms teach and their mm -hmm. games and all that kind of stuff. Because everybody's different. Yeah. Gyms, they have different philosophies they have different ways of teaching and totally it's, it's always fun to learn yeah and so i'm really excited we're gonna get it's gonna be like a lot coming at us i think tomorrow so it'll be a lot of fun and we're gonna watch some super fights yes super fights yeah mm -hmm. haas asked me to be his okay which i'm like <laughs> you know it'll be okay <laughs> really oh boy every time you like ask me to demonstrate i'm like Ugh. oh man so happy to don't me. yell at me <laughs> all right we're gonna leave you guys um i'm gonna try to get this one up tonight so you should be listening to it pretty quickly so send us your questions and we will answer them awesome all right all right see ya